Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. here. I want to go over to Jeremiah chapter 18. And I'm not going to keep you long today. I tell you, I I preached way too long last week. And probably the longest that I've preached. I told Courtney, I said, they'll probably take a vote and get rid of me, throw me out uh, for preaching that long. But I tell you, I had a lot on my heart. And I had just preached what God had given me. So we'll try not to preach that long, definitely not that long today. We'll just see how what the Lord uh, does for us here. Let's go over to chapter 18. I'm just going to read the first six verses. <clears throat> and it said this, And the, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Now the text and the key verse is 6 here. Listen to this. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mind. Amen. Every Christian, every born-again saint, my friend church this morning, huh? they are in the hands of of God. Yes. Amen. They are the they are the clay and he is the potter. Right. Praise God. Right. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful this morning for the opportunity, God, of being in your house today. We're so thankful, Lord, for the family of God and the Spirit, Lord, that we felt here today. And we're thankful, God, for all the prayers uh, that you've answered for this little church. Uh, and for your people, God, how your divine hand has moved, Lord, upon our lives and has shaped us and molded us, Lord, into the people and to the character, God, that you want us to be. But, Lord, we realize this morning that our frames surely are just dust, God. And without you, Lord, we can do nothing at all, Lord. We can never preach your word or bring forth, God, these great truths. 
without the Holy Spirit's help. Uh, we ask for your divine hand this morning. Touch us, God. We need your help. Open our hearts. Open our minds, God, to thy word, Lord, that we'll see the light, Lord, and feed upon the spiritual manna that God has given us today. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 There's three things I wanted to kind of focus on. And that is God is all power. And our lives are but a lump of clay. In the hands, in his hands, God will make us what he wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, I'll give you just a little bit of background here in this portion of scripture and we'll look at it first uh, Jeremiah uh, was a prophet of God about a hundred years after Isaiah and you remember Isaiah was the great prophet and Isaiah saved Jerusalem from, from the Assyrians and their attacked. and the reason uh, and then Jeremiah, now it was his day, and God raised him up as a prophet, huh, to do the same thing. He was going to raise him up and, and, and prophesy to Jerusalem and uh, to Judea, uh, to Judah, I mean, uh, to uh, tell them, huh, to save them from their enemies. But Jeremiah's message fell. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. Huh? He carried the burden for all of Israel. And I'll tell you what was happening to God's people and to the house of God. Huh? They got away from the Lord. They got away from the God that created them huh? and called them out to be a special and a peculiar people. Huh? And they fell back in sin, my friend. Huh? And they wanted to live their lives huh? according to how they felt like they wanted to live. They got away from God and they worshipped idols. Huh? And they worshipped the gods of this world. Huh? And I tell you what, like I said, it stunk in the nostrils of God. And I want to tell you something, my friend. Huh? God warns people. God warns His nation Israel. God warns everyone, huh? Before He brings judgment. Huh? He gives everybody the opportunity huh? to come to Him. To turn their life back around and get going on the right track. Yes. Huh? Amen. And that's what Jeremiah was doing. And he giving this example of the potter and then in chapter 19 in the same chap in the same book, huh? He used a bottle, huh? And he went and he preached another message, huh? And he had this bottle and he was preaching to the to the uh, the the man of higher up that run the uh, the, the the nation. And he took that bottle and he slammed it on the ground and shattered it. Huh? And he said, if you don't repent. This is what's going to happen to you. Huh? I tell you, that's exactly what happened. 
Their hearts were hard. Huh? They, be, they, they said even in the Scripture, if you read Jeremiah, it said there's no way huh? we're going to turn. Huh? We're already set. Our hearts are already uh, set on how we're going to live our lives and what we're going to do. Huh? I want to tell you something. Listen to me this morning. And I didn't know I was going to say this, but I will. Huh? I want to tell you something about this nation. God has blessed us huh, above all nations, my friend. Huh? And the man that founded this nation huh, knew that God was the foundation and the principle to make this nation great. Huh? And bring it up. Huh? And make us a different people. A beacon for Jesus Christ. Huh? To this lost and dying world. But I want to tell you the attitude of men today and those that sit authority. We're going to run a nation without God. Now we're seeing the results of what's taking place. Get rid of the commandments. Huh? Let's get them out of our public offices and institutions and our schools. Let's get them the sandblasters huh? and blast the Ten Commandments and get them away. Huh? From our nation, we don't need God. I want to tell you something, church. I didn't know I was going to say it, but that's the truth. Huh? We push God out of our society, and we're seeing the results today. Huh? We're seeing the homosexuality running like crazy. Huh? The gays and the lesbians. Huh? And the queers are marching in the street. And proud of it! Huh? Of their ungodly lifestyle. We're killing babies, huh? Ripping them out of the womb, huh? And tearing them up. They don't mean nothing, huh? They're just trash. They're not alive, even though their heart's beating. Huh? We got away from the Master. We're away from God. Huh? God says, go ahead. Try to run your nation without me and see what will happen. That's what's happened. Uh, and I'll tell you what, these stories that we have in the Bible are examples for you and me and for nations and for the church. Huh? You see, all Scripture huh, is given by the inspiration of God yes. huh, for, for a reason. Huh? And I'll tell you, Israel, this is where they was at. Huh? They refused God. They refused, refused to repent. They refused to turn to Him. Huh? God brought judgment. Amen. Let's take a look here at these scriptures real quick. <clears throat> it said here uh, that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, uh, in the first two verses, Rise, go down to the potter's house, and there where I call thee to hear my words. I thought about that. I thought about how kind of kind of strange that was, and then I got to thinking. 
God told Jeremiah, I'm going to give you a message that I want you to preach on to Israel. But you will have to go down to the potter's house to get it. I want you to note this. Church, this is how the sermons are given. And this is where the preaching is to come from. God speaks to the preacher's heart and mind. And the Holy Spirit leads him into God's Word. And he tells him what message to preach on for the service. Huh? How shall they hear without a preacher? Huh? And how shall they preach except they be called of God? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? Just a little bit about it. Huh? I've not preached very long, and I know that I'm not a good preacher, and I don't have much education, huh? and I don't know a lot of things about God's Word. Huh? But I want to tell you something. I know where it comes from. Huh? I know who holds the power and the truth in God's Word. It's Him. I tell you, our friends and I meant it. Huh? The Scripture said God formed us out of the dust of the ground, and we are dust. Huh? In His sight, uh, we're nothing. Huh? He's the one that has all the power. I'll tell you what. This works through the Holy Spirit huh, to the men of God. I know there's a lot of preachers out there preaching. huh? And I know there's a lot of things going on. huh? But I'll tell you, you have to get it from God. Huh? The preacher had to, has got to get the message from the Lord. Huh? And sometimes it's not easy. Huh? Sometimes I get so nervous. Huh? Sometimes I really don't have anything. And I cry out to God. Huh? Give me some scripture. Help me Lord. I don't know what to preach or what to say. But He helps me. Huh? I love Him this morning. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I want to tell you something, huh? Jeremiah was looking for a message. Huh? He needed help. Huh? And God said, you go down to the potter's house. Huh? And I'll speak to your heart. Huh? I'll show you and I'll give you a message. I want to tell you something. That is so true. Huh? I'm not went down to the potter's house. But I've seen things and thought about things and... God's given me messages Amen. over them. Huh? He used what I saw, what was on my mind, and what was on my heart, huh? and put it all together. That's what he did to Jeremiah in this passage of Scripture. <clears throat> Sit here. That Jeremiah went down to the potter's house, and the potter was working and making a vessel Huh? that the people would use in their homes and in their daily lives. The potter was making bowls, pitchers, plates, saucers, jars, etc. Things to be used in the house, in the household, and whatever they use them for. So you see, he went down there and 
This potter was making, I don't know what he was making, whether he was making a bowl or a jar or a pitcher, but uh, he went down there, you know, and, and, and uh, he started watching the potter. Huh? Making that clay, making it and molding it and shaping it into a vessel that he wanted to. And uh, I thought about that. You know what? God made us all different. <laughs> Every one of us, huh? You think about the power of God. You and I, every person has a different DNA, huh? Our fingerprints are different one from the other, huh? Think about that of all the millions of people in the world. There's not the same DNA or fingerprints. Now I want to tell you something. Only God can do that. Huh? Only Him. Amen. And I want to tell you something about these vessels. Spiritually speaking to the Christian. Huh? He made us different vessels. Huh? For His use. Some preachers. Some teachers. Huh? Some singers. Some pianists. Huh? Some missionaries. Huh? Many different vessels the Lord has made for His house. Praise God. Amen. He went down there and he looked. He was watching that potter huh, making that clay. Huh? I tell you, that would have been pretty neat. Huh? And he said here, huh, the potter's job was a high-skilled art in ancient times. <clears throat> Three parts to this. Huh? The potter, the wheel, and the clay. <clears throat> Number one, the wheel. The wheel is the instrument by which the potter accomplishes his work. Number one, he controls the motion. Okay? He starts and he stops it. He controls the speed. Of the wheel. The wheel represents the circumstances of our lives by which God molds us. Nothing happens to me or you unless God allows it. All things work together for the good to them that love God. We don't know why we are in these circumstances in our lives, but it does no good to the complain. Though it is easy to complain huh, and be heartbroken and be huh, down. But God has a better end for His people. Amen. Amen. The potter. The potter, he is the, uh, he has an entrance, entrance in the clay. Number one, he never takes his eyes off the clay. He shapes it with great skill and concern. Huh? And he has also the awesome power over the clay. He, the destiny of the clay is in his hand. He can make it what? Anything he desires. 
You see this, this the picture this morning, huh? That God is all power in the Christian's life, in our lives, huh? I tell you, He loves us and cares for us, huh? And He's one to shape us and mold us into the people that He would have us to be. You're my people. Huh? You're a light. You're a beacon to this world that's lost in sin. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? Let me get to the clay. That's me and you. <laughs> the clay. Practically worthless and useless in its own native state. It's just clay, basically dirt. But with the potter, the clay has potential for great value. A skilled potter can take a useless lump of clay and make it a useful vessel. He can take a worthless lump and make it a valuable item. Jeremiah watched the potter make a vessel, but it was marred in the potter's hand. Something was wrong with the clay. It had become hardened and stiff and did not want to work in the potter's hand. It was resisting what the potter was trying to make it to be. It was not yielding to his hands. Huh? How many times in our life have we been marred by resisting the work and the falling of God? The potter could have threw the lump of clay away and started on another lump of clay, but he didn't. He had patience on the clay and he cared for it. The potter had in his mind a purpose for the clay. <laughs> Think of that this morning, my friend. Huh? You and I, listen, for God saved us and transformed our lives. Huh? We were more and scarred and poor uh -huh. because we never knew the Christ of glory. Problems, huh? And a lot of troubles. Yeah. But God, I tell you, He didn't cast us out and throw us away. He had a purpose to save us and transform us and make us a pure people, a people of His own. Praise you, Lord. Huh? Praise, Praise God. God. And I tell you, there was a purpose, huh? And He's still working on us, huh? To get us to heaven. Knocking everything that's impure. Anything that's not right. Anything that's unclean. God knocking it off. And shaping us. For His glory. We're laying with this old body down one of these days. This old physical body. With all its problems. All its sickness. All its diseases. And all its troubles. And God's going to give us a glorified body. Right. One fit for heaven. Right. 
Hallelujah. I heard a preacher the other day. I was listening to him. I never thought about this. Huh? He said that they, he said that he was talking about heaven. And he was talking about the bridegroom coming. Huh? And, and uh, we were, the church is the bridegroom. We're getting prepared. Huh? Huh? For his coming. We're getting dressed up. <laughs> we're getting cleaned up. Because huh? we're the, Jesus is coming back soon. Huh? To get his church. And he said, you know what? He said, if you notice in there, it said, we was the one that put on the garment. Huh? We was the one that dressed ourselves. Huh? What is that? That's yielding to God. And being the character and the person that he wants us to be. Huh? We'll have a garment. Listen. Huh? If we stay in tune with him, we'll have a garment. Huh? That's clean and pure. Huh? Waiting for the master to come again. Amen. I tell you, I thought about my life. My own personal. I tell you, I got saved when I was 14 years old. I always thought it was 15, but it was 14 now that I calculate it back. And I'm going to tell you something. God saved me. Huh? And I know He did. As a young boy, a little boy. Huh? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, everything, all the preaching I heard in this church. All the Sunday school teaching in the back, huh? Born and raised in this church here, huh? And I tell you, when he saved me, huh? I had all kinds of problems and troubles, huh? In my own life, I was lost and knew it, huh? But he put me on that wheel, huh? <laughs> and started shaping me, huh? And started molding me, huh? Mark, this is how I want you to live. This is what I want you to do, huh? You're a young man, huh? But I want to tell you something. Let me get to this part. Huh? There's times in my life, huh? just like this potter's vessel was, he was working on. I'll tell you what had happened was. Huh? He was, I'll get back to my story. What, he, what was happening was, he had a certain vessel that he was making, and he was shaping it, and he was molding it into what he wanted it to be. Huh? But it said it could become marred. What that meant, it become hard. The clay had become hard. And he couldn't work with it. He was trying to work it in and make it what he wanted to be. I want to tell you something. There was times in my life that my heart was hard. And I turned away from God and backslid my friend. And the Lord was trying to mold me and shape me. And I resisted just like this clay resisted in the potter's hand. Yes, Today, church, that he never just took me off the wheel and thrown me away and cast me into hell forever. Right. But he loved me, huh? He had a purpose for my life. Yes, he did. Amen. Praise God. He could have easily thrown me to the side. Right. Huh? I'd become one of those shattered vessels, huh? Some of that pottery, my friend, huh? It didn't hold up, huh? And I tell you, it became where it became useless, and it was not fit for the home to be used. And the potter would just throw it to the side, huh? And there were scraps, huh, of clay and of pots and of pitchers and bowls, huh? That was his scrap pile that he threw over there, huh? I want to tell you something. Thank God He didn't throw us in the trash pile. But He kept a hold of us. Huh? And 
kept us and molded us where we are today. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for that. Huh? <laughs> what does Scripture say? Huh? Judas betrayed the Lord huh, for so much money. Huh? And what did he buy with the money? A potter's field. <laughs> A scrap heap. Huh? He hung himself, and that's where they buried him. That's what is that clay. That's what it was. Uh, said here that that uh, it was marred, but he never threw it out. He kept working on it. Jeremiah was amazed uh, as he watched the potter. Uh, his love, his concern uh, uh, for what that pot that he was making was going to be. He put his heart in it. He put his life in it. He put his love in it. That's what God done for me and you. Amen. Amen. Right. Then it said here, <clears throat> and, it, and he got the message. Uh, he got the message in verse 6. And this was the message. O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Huh? And that's exactly what Jeremiah did. He went to Israel, to Jerusalem, and to Judah, and told them huh, this message. Huh? As, and I'll tell you, he gave them good detail too. <laughs> the Holy Spirit was all over him. And he, pre he preached to them the truth. Huh? He laid the truth down. He told them that they were God's people and that God loved them and did not want to destroy them by their enemies. Huh? And he said that you are just clay huh? in the Lord's hand. Huh? I tell you, Mark, you backslid. You went away from me. Huh? But I want to tell you something. I can change you huh, and mold you in what you what I want you to be. Huh? Yep. I tell you, the scripture said that Jeremiah went down and he preached that message to them and they wanted to kill him. They wanted to get rid of him because he preached the truth and they knew it. Right. I want to tell you something. Listen, my friend. Huh? I have not in no other churches, but I've heard about it. There's preachers Huh? That will not preach on sin, huh? Because the congregation will eat him up. They don't want to hear it. There's coming a day and a time, and I believe we're there where they won't want to hear sound doctrine. Huh? They won't want to hear the truth. And I tell you, they didn't want to hear it back then either when Jeremiah preached it. Uh, <clears throat> Praise God. I'm just, I told you I gotta quit. Here was the message. I just wrote this down. <clears throat> this is the message that, to Israel. Your destiny lies in my hands. 
I can mold you and shape you into the nation I want you to be and bring and or I can bring judgment on you and you will be crushed. In Joshua 24 and 15, this is what Joshua told the people. Choose this day whom you will serve. Huh? Whether it be the gods of this world or Jehovah God. There's only two choices you have. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I want to tell you something. The message, my friend, that Jeremiah brought to Israel that day is the same message in 2020 on June the 7th. You've got two choices. There's only two. You can choose the Lord God and Jesus Christ as your Savior. And you'll be changed and transformed. And you'll become a child of God. And you'll gain heaven in the end. Right? That's one choice. And then the second choice is, you can refuse God, refuse His Son, Jesus Christ, refuse His Word, and you'll be damned forever and punished in a devil's hell. Because judgment's coming. The Bible is full of it. God gave His only begotten Son and suffer and pay a great price for this lost world. And man's got to make a choice. And I want to tell you something this morning. Church, if he hasn't chose Christ, he's already made a choice. He chose the devil in this world. Amen. He sure did. He's already made a choice. Praise God. <clears throat> you know God's all power. He's over everything. Like I said last week, huh, there was nothing. Huh, everything was darkness and void. And all He done was spoke the Word. Right. And everything started existing. Right. Everything come to pass. Uh, praise God. Let me give you some scripture and then I'm going to quit. <clears throat> In this same chapter, verse one, or, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, God said to Jeremiah, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. <laughs> Get that? Huh? Amen. Praise God. And then in Psalms 139, 14, David said, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Huh? In Isaiah 43 and 7, says, Even Everyone that is called by my name, 
For I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. And in verse 21 it said, This people have I formed for myself. They shall know, uh, they shall show forth my praise. In Ephesians 2 and 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Titus 2 and 14, Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, that's sin, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Romans 8 and 29. For whom he had foreknown, he also did predestinate to be conformed into the image of his son. <laughs> and in Genesis 2 and 7, and God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. <laughs> Praise God. You see that this morning? Huh? Here, God, listen. The scripture said, and I don't know how he done it. We don't know how God does things. It's just a mystery. But it said that he took the dust of the ground. The clay of the ground. And he took it and he formed Adam out of the dust of the ground. Listen, my friend, huh? I tell you, Adam was a perfect man, beautiful man. Huh? He had all, all the human characteristics on the outside, huh? He was there. He was, I believe that he was he was a, a beautiful man. And he had all these organs in his body, huh? That you and I have, huh? God created a whole. And made him whole. Huh? And he was standing before God. Listen to me. And he was lifeless. Huh? He never had anything. Huh? He was just a form of a man. <laughs> and the scripture. Woo! I want to tell you something. Huh? It said he breathed into his nostrils. The breath of life. Amen. Became a living soul. Huh? You get that this morning, huh? This body, my friend, is going to deteriorate and go back to dust. Huh? Dust thou art, and dust shall thou return, is what the scripture says. Huh? But this soul, huh? This you, this life, huh? That's who you are, the character you are, the person you are, huh? The words you speak, huh? And everybody sees it and hears it and knows what you are. That's the soul. Huh? That's going to live forever. I want to tell you something this morning. And I know you know it as God's people. Huh? That's just how you and I was. Huh? Before we met the Lord. Right. We were lost, huh? Yes. We was just a form of a person. A form of a man. When I say man, I say M-A-N. Man and woman. Huh? 
We was just a form and nothing and lost. And I'll tell you what, when God's Spirit came into our heart and changed our lives yes, and breathed breath into us, huh? I'll tell you, we became a child of God. Yes. And our soul, my friend, turned around and lived for Him. Right. Huh? Amen. Praise God. I'm glad that we throwed our lives, huh? On the potter's wheel. Let Him mold us and shape us what He wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Here is the key to the whole message. <clears throat> God called us out of a life of sin to conform us into the image of His Son. To be different people and a people to worship and glorify Him. God has a plan for every one of us. He knows our life from the beginning to the end. He knows what He wants to use us for in His kingdom and where to put us for His good. But it will never happen in our lives until we surrender our life into His hands. Yes. As a potter formed the clay into the vessel that He wanted it to be, so shall God do for us when we surrender our will to Him. Amen. That's what it boils down to, people. Right there. Mm -hmm. Huh? Now I want to tell you, being saved... Being born again, I told you I'm going to quit, I am. That is a very important part. One of the most certain things that has to happen is to be born again in the Spirit. Huh? Be baptized. Huh? Be changed. But the second part of this is being molded in the image of Jesus Christ and His Son. Huh? Because why? Because we say we're Christians. And we are Christians. Right. And the world's looking at us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes, huh? We're different. I tell you, I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Huh? I tell you, we're looking at the things that are unseen. Mm -hmm. We're putting our life on those things. Amen. Not these temporal things. Right. Amen. I thought about this, and I wrote this down here. <clears throat> the great saints of God who went before us through their life on the potter's will and let God shape them into what he wanted them to be. <laughs> that is so true of the, of the righteous heroes and people in my life. I've seen that. They gave their life to Christ and surrendered their life to Christ and throwed their self on the will of God and let him shape them. Huh? My dad was a great example huh? to me. Huh? He was a great example of a life huh? that God had shaped and molded into the image God wanted him to be. Huh? That's what it's all about, church. Yes. Amen. I tell you, when we surrender to God, Give him all. 
uh, will be fit for the master's use. Praise God. Anything less won't work. <laughs> Anything we try to do on our own, it's not going to work. Uh, but with Him, it will work. I believe that with all of my heart. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you to the end of time.